When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. New York is the city that never sleeps, and neither does Sal Licata. From Flushing in the Bronx to the Meadowlands in MSG, Sal sounds off on the biggest sports news of the day. Welcome to WFAN Daily with Sal Licata. Sal Licata here back with another episode of WFAN Daily. Gonna change it up today. Off of the red-hot Knicks-Nets game last night, How could we not lead today talking Knicks-Nets rivalry and the Knicks with a big win? Well, I mean, of course I say that in jest. I am, A, going to talk about the Knicks and Nets, but B, really the reason why I want to talk about it is because it feels like no one gives a shit anymore about this. Now, Knicks get a big win, 121-102. Okay, great. And the game was played in Brooklyn. Julius Randle had a big game, and this is what you know they're going to do, the Knicks. Brunson is an absolute stud, becoming a, a big-time star in the league. If you didn't think he was a legitimate player, like I, I know the, the sentiment with Brunson is, well, he's not the A on a championship team. He's the number two. He's the B on a championship team. Well, he's turning into a legit number one star. I felt that way last year. I feel it even more now. Anyway, we're getting off the beaten path here. Randall, good player. He could be maybe a third guy in the regular season. He's really good in the postseason. That's where you have issues. So this Knicks team is very frustrating in that regard, but about the Knicks nets rivalry, think of where, like we're at with it. There really is no rivalry. There is no feel to it. I didn't even really care about this game last night. Knicks nets. It might as well be, you know, not even, I was going to say Knicks bucks, not even it's not Knicks heat. It's, it's really nothing. And I'm not trying to disrespect the Brooklyn Nets because whatever. I mean, they're a you know professional organization. I love you know I love Lion Eagle. I love the broadcast team. Funny, I love the broadcast team more than I do the actual team, which I just don't have any feelings for. But when there was a rivalry with these two teams, it was because of the hatred toward the Brooklyn Nets. Most fans in this town of basketball are Knicks fans. That's just the reality. And the only time you felt the heated rivalry between these two was when the Nets were good and the Knicks weren't. And most recently, of course, the Nets trying to build a super team. How'd that work out? But the Nets trying to build a super team with Kevin Durant, Harden, Kyrie Irving, and there was a feeling toward them. If you're a Nets fan, of course, you love it. But the majority of us who are not Nets fans hated those guys and were envious, of course, of what the Nets were doing. And a part of me actually misses that because, you know, from a Knicks perspective, beating the crap out of the Nets on a regular, whatever, Tuesday night game with no feel or Wednesday night, uh, yeah, Wednesday night game, there's no feel to the rivalry. It's just, it feels like an exhibition game. It feels like even less than a regular, regular season game which is bizarre. And the Nets aren't bad this year, you know, just under 500. Knicks are fine, 16-11, you know, playing well at a nice West Coast trip. But I miss the I miss the rivalry. Matter of fact, I would venture to say, 
especially what went on with the Jets and Giants this year in that god-awful, worst football game I think I've ever seen in my entire life. And I still don't know how the Jets actually won that game. But we know what goes on with the Mets and Yankees. Yamamoto's the height of that, but it's always been a back and forth with the Mets and Yankees. We know what goes on with the Rangers and Islanders, Rangers and Devils, nasty rivalries for those fans who care about hockey, as I do. I'm a you know, big Ranger fan, and I get you know the Islanders stuff. But still, you know, Rangers, I understand the rivalry. Rangers, Islanders, Rangers, Devils. And then even the football teams. I know they're not as big a rivals as the previous two, but you start to get the sense... You know, there's a the, whether it's the Giant fan being like, all right, enough about Rodgers, or whether it's the Jet fan saying, you know, well, you guys, you know, used to be good, you're not good anymore, and then the head-to-head stuff. That's even more important than Knicks Nets. Like, I just don't feel like the Knicks Nets are a rivalry at all anymore, and it only worked. You know, I remember in 2004. Actually, I mean, I go back even before that in the mid 90s. But it wasn't a real rivalry either with Derek Coleman and Kenny Anderson, Ewing, Starks, Oakley, you know, the deal. The Knicks were the dominant team then, so I never really felt like there was a rivalry until the Jason Kidd years in 2004 in particular. Tim Thomas, Fugazi, Kenyon Martin, all that stuff. The problem there was the Knicks, stop me if you've heard this before, were non-competitive. So it was one-sided, but I think when it's one-sided, in favor of the Nets, that's where you have the rivalry. And now that we don't have that, where the Nets, you know, obviously the whole thing blew up, trading Harden, getting rid of Kyrie, getting rid of Kevin Durant, they're back to being just a regular team. And they got some players, you know, Bridges is a good player, Johnson a good player. You know, they're a solid team. Cam Thomas, you know, they're a good team. Solid. But they're nothing to hate. And they certainly don't move the needle. I mean, even when they went all in for went all in for um, you know Garnett and Pierce, that was a big thing. That's you know was the beginning of the Brooklyn Nets, and that started some of the hate and was supposed to be this intense rivalry. But even then, didn't live up to it. Even when the Knicks had their rare winning you know fifty four win season, I remember going. I think that year I went to my first game at Barclays. Yeah, I sat in the upper level, and the thing I remember about, about that was how steep the damn seats are up there. Upper level at Barclays, one and done for me. Way too steep. Anyways, Knicks, Nets, or Jason Kidd was on the Knicks at the time, so there's a little bit of that. I, I felt, you know, Brooklyn was still new. I felt a little bit there, but even then, like it never got to the point where, at least from my perspective, never got to the point where there was real hatred between these two teams. The the Nets fan, of course, envious of the Knicks dating back for years. You know, obviously you have to go back to the 90s. And even with the Knicks being bad, the Nets fan envious of the attention that the Knicks get, even when they're embarrassingly bad like they've been for the majority of the past two decades. But not until the Nets are good or the Nets get the headlines by getting some of the big players is there a sense of a rivalry. And even then, it still never lived up to what we expected when the Nets first moved to Brooklyn. And now I think it's, that's it. Like, until the Nets build this thing up to become very good, and maybe the two teams are both good together, 
and battling for playoff positions in the Eastern Conference, and maybe both teams can be taken legitimately. Like, even with the Knicks being better than the Nets right now, nobody takes them seriously, like on the upper level echelon. So without that, where's the real hate? Because even Nets fans, while they may be jealous of the Knicks and certainly frustrated in losing to the Knicks, they know the reality. Two things. One, the Knicks will always reign supreme. Two, the Knicks aren't a championship-caliber team. Now, if they were, then that maybe could fuel some hate the other way from the Nets. It's actually disappointing because I feel like we lose out. I'm a diehard sports fan. Love the Knicks. I'd love to have an additional rivalry, something to get used to. This game, Wednesday night, couldn't really care less. Now, I'm happy the Knicks won. Nice to finally, you know, spank the Nets a little bit after being, you know, frustrated with not being able to beat that freaking team with KD and with Kyrie, even with those guys being out here or there. You know, during that run, it felt like the Knicks could never get over the hump and beat them. So it's nice to beat them up. It's certainly nice to stick it to the net fans at the station. Like, Evan, screw you, Evan. Take that loss. You net fan loser. You know, Evan and I went to a Nets-Knicks game once years ago. We've told this story before. He literally punched me in the arm during a Clifford Robinson game-winning bucket in the garden. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? This had to be like 2004, 2005, my early years, probably right when Evan started as well, because I started in 03. I think he came in a little bit after that. Oh, no, maybe it was after that, actually. Maybe it was 05, something like that, 04 or 05. Anyway, point is, because of Evan, and I know Marash and Keith, Keith talks a lot of shit as well and was talking much more, you know, when the Nets had KD and Kyrie pumping their chest out, and that fans were. And now it's like, you know, guys, come on. You're, you're back to being <laughs> the Nets. So, yeah, it's fun in that regard with the guys at the station. And, and by the way, I can't even believe that there's three, like three legit Net fans at WFAN. Three? That's a lot. And you, you're hard-pressed to find actual Net fans. At least I've been. I remember in school, this kid, Muhammad, I forget his last name, but this kid, Muhammad, was a big Nets fan. Had a Nets hat, old school Nets hat. The old, you know, back then it wasn't old school. It was in the 90s. So whatever they, you know, like the um, the old blue and red Nets jerseys. And I remember him, you know, wearing a, either a Petrovich or a Derek Coleman. Yeah, but I could pick out, the point is, I could pick out the one Nets fan and still remember him. One Nets fan, whole school. And now you got three Nets fans in WFAN where there's minimal people. And what I say to those guys, Evan, Keith, and Marash, Suck it! The Knicks are back, baby! Take it! But in reality, does anybody really care about this rivalry? I wish I did. I don't. Maybe I will when the Nets become better. Maybe I will when the Knicks become legitimate championship contenders. But for now, Nets-Knicks, Wednesday night, holiday season, eh, it really doesn't do anything for me. But it does make me smile when you see the Knicks won with relative ease, I might add, 121-102. All right, that does it for WFAN Daily as we still sit here and wait for Yamamoto. I'm telling you now, I don't know when it's going to happen, but when that does happen, that podcast is going to be lit. We got a special thing for you, too, next week because of the vacation week after you know Christmas into New Year's. We're putting some good podcasts together for you, so we will be releasing fresh new 
uh, episodes of WFA and Daily all week next week with a little special twist to each and every one of them. So stay tuned for that. One more, though, before we say goodbye for vacation. We'll get that to you tomorrow. Remember, you can listen to WFA and Daily wherever you get your podcast. Comes out roughly, I think, 4.30 every morning, Monday through Friday. Get your morning started the right way here with WFAN Daily.